Blog Talk Welcome. Radio. All day, all day. All day, all day. How long you Bob, Bob. All day, all day. How much time you spent at the mall? All day, all day. How many runners do you got on call? All day, all day. How long they keep you in call? All day, all day. Take you to get this fly? All day, all day. Tell your B.O. how, how long you been high? All day, all day. Nobody know, safe from the shot. All day, all day. All right, struggle getting that bad boy off, but welcome. This is the um, NBA season preview. I'm going to be joined by IBS users and Brian Malone here shortly uh, to kick things off. Um, this is a pretty good three-headed monster for a lot of slander, but some good analysis as well. So um, we'll try to get things kicked off. Um, Malone, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Alan, are you on as well? I'm sure he'll be dialing in here shortly, so we'll get started um, here in a second. How's it going, my man? Not much, man. Looking forward to this NBA season. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of in the same boat um, with this whole NFL thing, bro. So it's about time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I'm tired of having to wake up on Sundays and, and, and hear about goddamn Blake Bortles, man. I need something else to. I need something else to worry about. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not. I'm. I'm actually. I was gonna say it can't be worse than my situation, but at this point, I don't even know. Um, so we're gonna go. We're gonna run through a, a, quite a few things here. Um, some breakout stuff. Some some MVP. Just kind of your typical stuff. Um, but we can start with with kind of the off season. Um, I think that's the natural place to start. Um, we won't do your typical things. Outside of the PAB move um, of the century, outside of that, what team do you think um, had the best offseason as far as acquiring talent and um, kind of making themselves somewhat relevant? I mean, it, 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 until the Marcus Aldridge news came out, you know, about a week or so ago, I, I would have said the Spurs. I mean, they they add Pau Gasol. You know, you lose Tim Duncan, and they come they come right back and add Pau Gasol. I mean, that's a huge pickup, uh, especially for a guy. I think either I think it was two years ago he led the league in double doubles. So I mean, he's 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 old, but he can still play. Uh, I mean, you got to go with with the Knicks. I think the Knicks made a move. You know, I don't know I don't know how good they're going to be, but. You know they made the they made the move their fan base wanted. So, you know from a, from a team perspective like that, I think you got to go with the Knicks. Okay. No, I I think I mean they're a lot better. Uh, no matter how much you want to um, clown on those old dudes, the Knicks are considerably better basketball team um, than they were a year ago. So I I definitely get that. Um, I'm gonna I mean I'm gonna venture to say uh, this is a little bit off the board. Um, I guess not too far off the board, but I really think it's the Celtics, man. Um, I'm not a huge Al Horford guy, but from what that team was missing, I mean, Jared Selinger was cooking for them when he was healthy a little bit, just with how much they can spread the floor when they go small. Um, so, so having actually someone that can be a, a rim protector and can still stretch the floor, 
um, I think helps them so much. I mean, at the end of the day, they're still going to have Isaiah Thomas trying to close games for them down the stretch, and that's sad. Um, but yeah, I think I think at some point we should um, we should see them there, and they'll they'll be able to to make a little bit of moves here. Um, I think I got yeah. Allen in here. Allen, you live? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, my my fault alone. Uh, just making sure he was on the line. No, no, no I was just saying, I definitely like the Celtics move also, like what the Pacers did in the off season this year. You know, Jeff Teague's an upgrade from George Hill. Uh, Miles Turner, they were they were starting LaVoy Allen and, and stuff like that last year. So Miles, I mean, uh, Thaddeus Young is an upgrade there. You know, Miles Turner's going to improve. They they bring in Al Jefferson, a legitimate low post option. I mean, I like what Indiana did this off season too. No, nah, that's that's definitely true. Um, Alan, who you got as the um, besides the PAB of the centuries um, punk move? We're not going to speak on that too much. Um, who do you got as the off season winners? Uh, I guess it'd be hard not to say the Knicks at least. Um, if they can get Derrick Rose healthy, I mean it'll be an improvement on their record that they had last year. Uh, I don't think. I don't know. It's just weird to have championship aspirations uh, in New York basketball over the last, what, 20 years. But um, it's an upgrade. Um, I've been trying to think. The team last year was just so bad that, honestly, it was just Porzingis and and then occasionally Mello would show up. But um, you look at uh, Noah and and D-Rose, they've already got chemistry by playing with the Bulls. And if they can bring that over – to New York, and then also bring that that toughness uh, mentality that Joe Kim is is well known for, and his hustle. Uh, it should do it should do some some good in the East, and then uh, I guess out West. Uh, I mean, wasn't really much going on out West in my mind. I don't think anybody made made that big of a play. I mean, the Spurs got Gasol, and that's an upgrade from the Tim Duncan that they had last year. But uh, I don't anticipate them challenging uh, the Warriors in any different way. You know, they're still going to play Spurs ball. So I don't know if that's necessarily a, a winning upgrade, but it's it's a better player than they had last year. Okay. Um, I like it. Um, so this next segment um, kind of ties hand-in-hand with this a little bit. Well, we're going to call this our nickel please segment. Um, every year, right before the off season, I mean, right after the off season, there's a ton of chatter about someone that's going to be a breakout star or breakout team that's getting a lot of hype that you'll hear people say says a trendy pick to make some noise. Um, anybody come to mind? I can start to just give y'all an idea. Anybody come to mind um, of someone that you just been hearing a lot of noise about that? You just don't see it. For me, it's D'Angelo Russell. I know he's been having a good preseason, but everyone needs to slow down. Um, they've gotten back on the train of with D'Angelo's good because he dropped 30 in a preseason game or two. And I just need to encourage everyone to just stop it. The guy isn't good. Um, he may have some Reggie Jackson-like night this year, but there is no way, shape, or form will D'Angelo Russell be a good basketball player this season. Just not going to happen. He won't be. He won't be the best guard on his team. He's not better than Jordan Clarkson yet. He may be later, but everyone just needs to slow down. With it's going to be a breakout year two for D'Angelo Russell, because it's not. 
Yeah, I can it's agree with al- that. I was going to say, it's always Anthony Davis. Always Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it still is. It definitely still is. That's, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just I'm can... tired of it. I, I hate to cut you off, Malone, but, like, it has to be said, man. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Anthony Davis and the dude can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. And we, and we joke Derrick Rose about being injury prone, and we joke a lot of people about being injury prone, but it just seems every single year for the last, what, three, two to three seasons, Anthony Davis is always the MVP talker or always getting a pass. And I'm like, how? Why? I'm not even talking about the fact that his team doesn't make the playoffs that much. I mean, they're they're a bad team, the Pelicans. They're not they're – not, they've got talent. But, I mean, it's a lot going on there, so I'm not going to hold that against him. But – when he's up against, I'll say Boogie. Boogie's pretty much his around his age competition level. He doesn't impress me. He doesn't he doesn't stand out. And I just feel like he just he just gets some like golden ticket for being, I guess, the anti Boogie. I don't know. Maybe people are sympathizing because he's a unibrow. I don't I don't understand, but. I'm just Anthony Davis, nickel please all the time. Anthony Davis, nickel please. I mean, I, I, I'm a I'm a piggyback off Corey Carlton. I, I'm gonna go with the entire Los Angeles Lakers roster. Uh, I, I just don't really see it from really anybody. I mean, Clarkson's a nice nice player, but is he is he gonna be your star player? No. You know, uh, Julius Randle showing th- showing some some flashes of being able to to be a really versatile player, but you know at the same time, on a bad team, versatility can only take you so far. You know what I mean? You need somebody to put the ball in the hoop. Uh, Brandon Ingram is not going to be a Kevin Durant. I mean, he, he can be a good player, but I don't see him being Kevin Durant. You know, I don't see him being that good. Uh, I, I just got yeah, I got to go with the whole Lakers roster. I mean, Timofey Mozgov. You know, their whole roster is not that. It's not as good as, as some people are thinking that it is. I mean, okay. Lakers fans. Uh, I just. I was, can I say something? I just think the Lakers is just they're yeah, so yeah. mainstream. I, I just think people are just gonna try to be as positive about it as as they can be. So I don't even know if we should even entertain that talk. Like they're they're so they're so young that for them to have expert. I think I saw somebody talking about uh like. 30, 35 wins this year. That's that's a lot of wins, I think, for for a team that young. I mean, who's their leader? Is it, is it Russell? Because people don't even like him. So I don't I don't know. Bro, I always like he's out there. He's out there high fiving himself. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I always I, I I've always liked uh, Julius Randle's uh, game uh, at the NBA level. Uh, I just he just he's just not special though, and and that's unfortunate. I think. With a franchise like the Lakers, uh, you can say the same thing about the Celtics. Like, they have lived off of special players. And for them to get what I consider average, above-average players, like, I just don't see them being good anytime soon. Like, we need a, they need another special-type player. Like, Paul Pierce was special. Uh, they need, a like, somebody like that. Like, Kobe obviously is special. But, like, when you look at the, the rosters that they have, both franchises uh, being – that they're so big name and mainstream, like it just nothing stands out. Like there's just no alpha male takeover type player uh, for either team. So I don't know if, if anybody should have high expectations for LA. I mean, the Celtics are a good team, but I don't think the Lakers, I don't think anything of them actually this year. 
And, and before we move on, I just want to know if Corey thinks Minnesota is actually going to play defense this year. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we were going to get to that. Um, you're trying to challenge my next. I mean, you can't you can't not play defense with Tibbs. Let's first and first start that. So that's, that's just not going to not happen. Tibbs will make us play defense, um, but I mean. We need to slow down. I mean, I, if everyone else would have, wouldn't have said, I would have said it. Um, Towns is going to be very good. He'll be good this year. He'll make an all-star team. Wiggins will improve. Levine will be good. But people think that we're going to be a top five seed, and people think that Carl Anthony Towns is going to be a top three to five player this year. Need to slow down. That is not the projection yep. of this team. He was a rookie last year. Wiggins is two years removed. It's usually you three and year four where you start to see people, okay, they've gotten battle tested. Now they can make a legitimate run. Now we're talking MVP, things like that for really good players. So, I mean, even Braun in year two, I think they were a five or six seed. Like, these are just unrealistic expectations in a deep West. Yes, we could sneak into the playoffs. We'll probably be battling with Utah and Dallas for the last season, and we might win a game and maybe get a seventh seed. But the expectations are out of control for Towns and Minnesota this year. We're still two years away from what everyone's talking about them. Yeah, I, mean, I agree with that. I, mean, I, I, was at the, Go ahead. I, I think the expectations for Towns are legit, though. I mean, I, not 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 necessarily in an MVP type of way because I don't think they're going to win enough games for him to be an MVP candidate. But I think he you could see MVP type numbers come out of that come out of him this year. I mean, you look at just he's averaging he's averaging something like eighteen and nine and twenty three minutes in the preseason. Yeah, I mean he's a monster man, and I just I saw him hit a step back three on Pau Gasol like like the little quick joint that Clay hits in the corner, and I was like, oh, that's different. But at the same yeah, he's, time, man, he's I mean. Expanded. He has, but at the same time, that's so much to ask of a second-year player. Like, is he really – you're really going to tell me that he's going to be a better basketball player this year than LeBron, Westbrook, Harden, uh, KD, and, and Steph Curry? You really think that? Cause that's what no, no, I can't go that far. Yeah, I can't go that far. Because <laughs> that's what people are saying. Like, he's going to be top five. Like, stop it. It's just too much. Like, I think he puts up boogie-type numbers with more efficiency this year, which is great. But – Come on. Yeah, I yeah, still I mean, don't think – I'd definitely take him over that unibrow guy we were talking about. <laughs> I'd take, I take him over unibrow too. I don't think the league still respects uh, big men the way they, they used to anyway. So even if Towns was to take such a huge step forward, nobody would ever put him ahead of LeBron or Curry or probably even James Harden because everybody loves guard play um, and – I think LeBron's probably the only person that doesn't get or that does get a lot of love that isn't a traditional guard play type thing. Like he's not like like the the flash that you get from the backcourt positions. LeBron's got, I don't think he's that flashy, but obviously he's the best player and people recognize that. But if you don't if you're not LeBron and you don't have flash, I don't think you're ever gonna get that type of love uh in today's game. But I was gonna say, uh, Corey, when you talk about defense if you don't play defense with Tibbs, you're going to sit on that court for 48 minutes until you figure it out. He's not going to take you out. You know that. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about, there's only one player I'm worried about with Tibbs and him stunting his growth, and that's Zach Levine. Um, Zach kind of soft, man, so I'm not sure how that works with Tibbs. I'm like, he doesn't seem like he meshes well with soft players. 
seems like he already tried to trade him in the offseason for Jimmy Butler. So um, I think Levine can be really, really good. I think he's the actual key to opening everything up because Wiggins is never going to be able to create for other people, and I think Levine can do that at some point. Um, so I'll be interested just to kind of see how that pans out. I could see Levine almost turning into like a Gilbert Arenas-type player um, with yeah. the right tutelage that he can put up points. Which would, man, I'm telling you right now, I take Prime Gill any day of the week. <laughs> nah, I mean, <laughs> I play like Prime Gill, but... Man, free tires, yo. What's up with that, man? If y'all not gonna play him, trade him. The kid got talent. I think we, I think we did. <laughs> yeah, did y'all? <laughs> no, but I, we're trying. I, I'm pretty sure we tried to trade him already. Oh. We might have traded him. I mean, he's I small, but I, I might be getting a little hype off of some summer league play too. But the dude balls, man. He got heart and he make plays. Like, just let him play somewhere, yeah, man. He, Come off the bench. Yeah, but at the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's not he's not better than Rubio, he's not better than Levine, and he's not better than Chris Dunn. So he's yeah. not going to see the court. Yeah, he ain't better than, yeah. than them, but God, he he's better than he's better than uh, the dudes that I was showing y'all on the Seventy Sixers. I know that. <laughs> he's a, Tyus is the epitome of a light skinned dude that won't be in the league in three years. He's just too soft. He's too slow. He don't play defense. Oh. Like he border, he borderline a saltine guard, man. He is not a part of the evolution, man. <laughs> He's just not gonna get it done. And he went to it, Duke. That's five strikes. Yeah, it pays me to to hope for a Duke play, but every time I seen him touch the court for the for the two minutes that he get on the court, I see flashes <laughs> of somebody that can be serviceable. So I'm like, yo, give my man a chance at least. Gerald Henderson is still yep. in the league, yo. He's still in the <laughs> league. He's a starter. Only he plays for the Sixers. He's got a promo. That's awful. If, if Gerald <laughs> Henderson can get a promo, Tyus can at least be somebody's like eighth option, yo. What if? Yeah, what is this trend? While we're on this, what is this trend? Because I, I just read he almost got cut. But what is this trend of them cutting? Like draft picks that still are on guaranteed contracts, and where did that come from? This is like three or four guys now. Like I don't need to read up on it, but they cut um, Archie Goodwin, they cut um, R.J. Hunter for the Celtics. These they gotta pay these dudes, and they're just cutting them. It's wild. I, I didn't the salary cap go up a little bit or something like that. Maybe they yeah, got I'm maybe they got a little kicks. Yeah, they would never cut dudes still on rookie contracts, though. Like, they just saying, hey, you got no potential. Just go away. <laughs> well, Pretty much. The subject, though, we, talked, we talked about towns a little bit, so we can transition into the next segment, which is put some respect on the name. And this is for breakout players, and don't say towns, don't say Greek <laughs> freak, people that we obviously know are very good and that are going to be good. But who else do you see kind of a little bit off the radar? It could be anybody besides those two, really, that you can see having a breakout year. I mean, I, I got to go with – you got to go with Devin Booker. Uh, with the way he played in the, after the All-Star break last year, you know what I mean? Devin Booker is probably the first name on my list besides those two. Uh, and then, honestly, man, I, I could see a breakout year from Oladipo this year. You know, playing next to Westbrook in a more wide-open offense, not as much – he's not going to see as many double teams. He's going to get more open looks, like – I, I can see Oladipo getting up close, nineteen twenty points a game, get somewhere up there like that. Yeah, he, contract he, year too. Has he improved his his jump shot? Probably not. 
right. <laughs> Probably not. No. I mean, because he, he was he's athletic, man. He's he's got he's got the talent to to make him a better than an average NBA player. But I guess playing alongside Peyton and and on the Magic just kind of messed him up because he didn't look that good last year to me. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, I mean, you I mean. special kind of dude to play with Peyton. Playing with Peyton's like playing with Rondo if Rondo couldn't pass. I'm going to roll with C.J. McCollum again. I, I think there's still uh, room for improvement and, and a higher bar this year. And I think if, uh, like, the Trailblazers were a gritty team. Um, they didn't They didn't have any real defensive uh, presence. They just hustled. And they, and they shot at such a high rate and they hustled at such a high rate that you didn't realize that uh, they were still hanging around because, I mean, it's not like they – like when they played the Warriors, they legit would try to outshoot the Warriors, which is the worst idea I've ever seen. But because they hustled so much and they, they get boards and stuff like that, they would make the games competitive. But um, I felt like last year the, the coach was still filling his roster out pretty much the entire season, and the rotation was off just a little bit. But i like to see uh, C.J. McCollum get more uh, minutes this year, and I think what we'll see is um, an all-star caliber player if, if he's given at least 35 minutes a game. I'd be surprised if his average was up there because I swear there were some games where it just seemed like they were treating him like a six-man. Yeah, I think him and Dane figured out a little bit how to play with each other last year, a little kind of take turns, and they started to be a little smarter and, and kind of stagger them like – or they need to continue to do that, stagger them like Cleveland does with LeBron and Kyrie so they can do my turn, your turn type of thing. Um, but, mm-hmm. I, like, I mean, you know I like CJ. Um, I I think he – never mind. I'm not even going to slander Dame. No need for it. Um, I'm going to cheat here. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off the radar, so that should allow me to cheat. I can't really tell the difference between these dudes. Um, so I'm going to just combine them as one person because they kind of do the same exact thing, and I don't really know what the difference is. But if either one of them got 35 minutes a game, they would cause havoc. So I'm going to go Nikolai Nurkic or um, Joseph – Jokic, and those are the two big men for the Nuggets that I have no clue which one is which, but they both fall. Anytime one of them's hurt, the other one puts up like 17 and 10 in 25 minutes. Um, I know for a fact Jokic put up like 25 and 10 on Team USA for Serbia um, in the Olympics. Um, Both of them can hoop. They can't play together. They're going to have to trade one of them. But I think Jokic won the starting gig. Um, So... Look out for him, man. He, that boy, they both can hoop, but I like Jokic a little bit more. But I'm telling you, man, it's not going to be fun at all um, playing against the Nuggets. And they be cursing each other out. And, I mean, they be cursing you out in a different language, and they teach all the Nuggets how to curse. They're kind of entertaining um, <laughs> in Serbian. So watch out for them. They're a reason to we'll stay up late and watch Nuggets games, and, and Nuggets are a team I follow for the money. So um, I could see a breakout game here for either one of them. Better than the thunder um, for the money. So we, so we, so I, I mentioned gambling a little bit and for the money. So we're gonna just, um, we're gonna switch to the subject a little bit. And we're gonna go with some of these over unders, um, just for regular season wins. I'm not gonna pick none of these boring teams um, that nobody cares about. Um, but we'll just run through a few, see what you think based on where Vegas has them at. Um, just say over and under, and if you've got some slander, this is the great time um, to get some slander off on teams. Uh, Cavs, 
over under 56 and a half wins. Over? Alan? I said over. Oh, uh, Malone? You still there? You jump off? Okay. Um, I got Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. I was going to say, I'm going, I'm going under uh, at like 54 or 55 wins, though, right under. Yeah, I got them going under, too. Um, historically, after Brian was a ship, he mails it in, and I don't think Kyrie and J.R. Thotnerone have the maturity to lock in <laughs> and, and really do it, and I don't think they care about home court advantage. In the East, to be honest with you, and they know it's not obtainable um, for the – I mean, for the championships, I just don't think they're going to really care. Um, I, I, I'm going to say it goes slightly under. The only way it could go under because Lou does motivate him a little bit. So, But I got that going under. Um, the PABs, 67 wins. I mean, I'm going to say. I thought it was going to be higher. For real, they used to be throwing these curves, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> it makes me nervous, man. I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say under. I, I, I think, I think there's gonna, <clears throat> there's just a grind that comes from uh, extensive uh, three and one failure. So, you got two two collective minds. You got Durant and you got the Warriors. They both three and one failures. So I'm gonna say under. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm gonna go Vegas over. Obviously makes me over. I, yeah, go ahead, Malone. I was gonna say I'm gonna go over. I mean, I don't think they break 73, but I think they can. They get 68, 69. I mean, they did look scary good. You know, I know it's preseason, but but they look scary good with the way they've been moving the ball. I mean, Durant's just fitting right in. It, 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 they, I don't know, they, they're going to be a problem for a lot of teams. <clears throat> so, so here's my only thing that that I would say that would make me a little nervous is that you're coming off. I mean, you know the the list of teams that have ever made three straight finals. Um, like in the modern era, since like the '80s, it's like two or three teams. Um, so you're you're going by not only three straight finals wear and tear that's going to have to happen for them, but you're going with Durant who just missed like basically a season and a half with that uh, Jones fracture in his foot. Um, you're going to staff with the weak ankles. Um, so like their best two players have a history of injury troubles. With that said, 66 wins like the Nash Suns teams won 66. I think they get 66. If you just take stuff off the team for half a year, they take get 66. So, I don't know, man. I don't see it. I, I think they can sit one of them a lot of games and still get W's if they're focused. But Vegas be knowing. So, I wouldn't bet on it, but I'm going to say over. Um, this is so disrespectful. Um, Knicks, 39 and a half. And the money is slanted towards the under. Heavily. <laughs> Like it's minus one thirty five. The under's minus one thirty five. You know what? They probably anticipated Derrick Rose not making it the whole year. Well, Brandon Jennings got him. Y'all saw the preseason. And don't nobody like Brandon Jennings um, in America no more. <laughs> <laughs> Take his ass back to Europe. <laughs> 
Now, I, I'm, I'm going to go gotta, over, man. I, I think the Knicks are going to – they're going to um, exceed expectations clearly uh, if that's where uh, a lot of people have them at. I think I think we'll see a little bit more grit because Joe Kim demands it. Not necessarily as as high of a demand as Kevin Garnett, but somewhat of that same impact when he's on the defensive side of the ball for your team. He's a motivator. He's high energy. He's got your back, and and it kind of becomes um, contagious to everybody but Carmelo. And so um, I think I think they'll they'll do okay. I don't know, man. I'm gonna give it a push, man. I don't know, like that's they're relying on a lot of guys to bounce back, but you know Brandon Jennings, Derrick Rose, Joakim Noah. Um, but I mean, I think Courtney Lee is a good addition for them. They're definitely better than they were last year. Like I, I, I'm gonna call it a push, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they win 39 or 40 games, like right there at the right there at the line. Is uh, Hornacek the coach? Yeah, Hornacek's their coach. Mm. Nichols don't like him. I just want to be clear about that. I know. <laughs> I, I blame I blame the Suns' uh, management, man. That that was a disaster uh, last year when really he was there. Was. They didn't really help him at all. Yeah, no, nah, they they messed that up badly from the five point guards they had to and trading yeah. the best one all the way down to. The bait and switch on the craziest dudes in the NBA, the Morris twins, that was just all bad. Yeah. Um, I, we'll we'll get to every team, but the really boring teams. Um, Trailblazers, forty-four and a half. I'm gonna go over, man. I think, like, like I said, I mean, you know, CJ McCallum's still improving. They got a lot of young guys on that roster. You know, uh, Minu takes takes a little bit of a step forward. You know, possibly. Uh, you know, if Noah Vonley ever gets anything going, you know, that's that's the low post presence they need. Uh, I'm going to say over the 44.5. I'm going to say over, too. And um, I think I messed up um, for the uh, – for the um, um, what was that segment we did about the breakout player? I like my man Alan Crabb, man. I think he's going to have a good year, too. Uh, he's, a, he's a better shooter than I think a lot of people – Wanted to admit last year, and I think uh, the Trailblazers recognized it, and the league recognized it. So uh, that's why they matched, um, I guess, matched the offer that was given to him just to keep him. And um, I'm I'm anticipating at least 50 wins this year. I know it says, I know you're probably shaking your head like what, but yeah, 50 wins, yo, let's do it. Write it down, book it. Yeah, do not bet 50 <laughs> wins for me. <laughs> no, nah, I like I like the over two. I think I think uh, Dame's gonna take another step forward this year. I really really like Crab a lot. Um, I actually think um, Aminu's pretty good too. Um, I'm not sure why the hell they paid Evan Turner the amount of money they paid him, but he's definitely helped. Um, they had Gerald Henderson playing I think last year. They had somebody horrible. Maybe it was Harkless, but they had dudes playing in that playoff game them. that I could not they had, they had couldn't believe they were getting burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were both getting burned in playoff games. So, um, Turner's an upgrade for them. So, over, overall, I, I definitely see um, them going over that. And I think it's a, a big, big year from Dane, um, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about the Spurs. They're boring. We know how many games they're going to win. Um, Jazz, over, over under 47 and a half. What? 
Hmm. I'm confused. I'm gonna um I'm gonna say under, but slightly under. Is it Gordon Hayward hurt? How long is he hurt? I'm about to put a bet in right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, Gordon I, Hayward's out for at least a, he's he's out for at least the first two, three weeks, month of the season. Huh. Yeah, I was I was gonna That's, say I I don't think they they've had injury issues with uh in the last year or so with Hayward and uh Gobert, right? Yeah, Hayward, yeah. Favors, Gobert, they're always hurt. Axum was yeah. hurt last year. Yeah. Hood's been hurt. Alex Burke was hurt last year. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the under I actually don't even you know, I think it it all comes together in a bad way and they don't even make the uh the playoffs or even push for the playoffs. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, okay, I, I right. they got George Hill. They did get George Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they added George Hill, who I think is going to help stabilize their offense like a lot more than Dante Exum or Shelvin Mack or you know what I mean. All these bums that were out there last year. <laughs> Shelvin. Uh, I, I think I, I mean I think Rodney Hood. I think Rodney Hood actually has the potential to be the best Duke player in in the NBA besides Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Rodney Hood can he can score. I mean, he's not going to yeah. give you much else. He's not going to rebound. He's not going to he's not going to create for other people. <laughs> oh, yeah. he got dropped. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they are talented though. Um, but that yeah. just seems weird to me. How big that is and how much money's on it. I was thinking they'd be around forty four, forty five. Um, they do have a lot of talent, as I was talking about. Everyone that got hurt, though, I did realize I got to like seven deep of NBA starting caliber players. Um, I saw I saw Gobert hitting little like floaters in the lane. If he could actually score at all, then I could see it going over. But I don't see them winning forty nine, fifty games. I just can't see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it either. Um, they just they're just a they're just too slow paced to me to. To really, <laughs> to really, you know, to win that amount of games, and then they don't have the offensive firepower, even with the addition of Hill, and then let's let's just say Rodney Hood takes a step forward, you still got some question marks uh, on the offensive end, and I just don't know if they've got the depth, you know, for for a fifty win season, considering that a lot of their players have a, a history of getting injured down the stretch. Yeah, that's a that's a big number to me, man. I'm 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 gonna side with that um, under as well. We'll get to our next team. They're pretty popular. Um, the Celtics, fifty-two and a half. Man, I got slammed last year. Deuce was calling me out my name because I said the Celtics were basic. <laughs> like, good guy, yo. Just it is what it is, man. I mean. If they win 52 games, I consider that a, a huge achievement. I, I just, again, I just don't see them having the star power necessary to to really instill fear, even in the East, the weak East. 52 wins, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I have higher expectations for the uh, for the Knicks, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say under. I give them 50 maybe, and I know people probably like that's two games, but it matters. It matters. Trust me. No, two games is a lot. No, two games is yeah. a lot in the NBA. Um, I'm gonna say over just because of Brad Stevens. I think he just he gets them to play so hard that they'll win some games that they're not supposed to win. 
against the likes of, like, the Cavs and stuff just because they play hard. Um, but they're the epitome of a regular season team. They still got the exact same issue that it's going to be Isaiah Thomas, 5'9", trying to go one-on-three in the playoffs to try to win. And I could see them winning 53 games and getting bounced in the first round by somebody like the Pacers or Charlotte or somebody like that. So um, I still don't think they've done enough to, to do any noise in the playoffs, but I could see them going over there. So I'd say over. I'd lean towards over. Y'all, y'all might have covered this before I got on, but I don't think Al Horford is uh, the player that he used to be. I just – I don't know if maybe he just kind of checked out last year with the Hawks or they just stopped using him effectively. But I just felt like he was just – he was just on the court, but he didn't really have a presence like he used to, you know. Al Horford was one of the better big men in the league. And then last year when I watched him, especially in the playoffs, he just looked like just another guy. Yeah, I mean, they definitely start running that offense through Millsap a lot more. Um, he became the focal point for everything. Um, so I think I think Al's just another guy there too. I think he. Um, I don't think he moves the needle. I think he's another nice piece. Honestly, I think he's like he's gonna be the equivalent of what Jay Crowder is to that team, just playing center. Like he's really good NBA player, but he's the second best player in your team. You're not gonna be better than. The Atlanta Hawks were. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with it. Hey, Malone, we're, we're talking about the uh, Celtics. They were at, what, 50? 50, 52 and a half. All right, 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Yeah, I got to go under. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to be better. I think they can get to 50, but I don't, I don't see them getting a 53 or 54 win. And being just, I, don't, I don't see them being as good as Cleveland, and that's where I got Cleveland, so I don't see them being that good. A lot of wins, Louis. All right. I mean, um, the, East, the East is going to be really improved. You know what I mean? Indiana is going to be better. Like, there's going to be a lot of teams that are that are better than they were last year. I don't know if they can get to 50, 52 and a half wins. All right. Let's. Um, we'll touch base on this team just because it has a following um, in the group. The Mavericks, thirty-nine and a half wins. Uh, <laughs> I just I'm just sitting there thinking to myself like the Mavericks who they got on their team, and I'm like probably all these dudes that nobody else wanted, and then I was yeah, like they got, oh they pay they pay Harrison Barnes, I, I'm gonna give them under. They, they got all the dudes that the Warriors needed to cut to form the super team. And. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna suddenly break Carlisle like that. He's a good coach. I give him over. It's thirty nine, yep. right? They can get him, yep. buddy. I give him over. Hello? Yeah. I'm gonna go just under. Uh I I Deron Williams everybody in that team's another year older. I mean you're starting your projected starting lineup is Deron Williams, Wesley Matthews, Harrison Barnes, Burke and Bogus. I mean, they're all another year older except for Harrison Barnes. Like, I just don't see that improvement coming from Harrison Barnes. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm like, I, I got to go under. Yeah, Harrison Barnes is not an upgrade from Parson. I'll say that. And that's bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. Parson um, didn't even play last year. Well, neither did Barnes. Um <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to just say over. I think Carlisle with his eyes closed can get you 38, and Dirk will get you three by himself. So I'll say over, but I ain't got to make him play. Dirk Doppler um, is going to rain. That was, ew. I, we're not going to discuss it, but the nut, just food for thought. The Denver Nuggets are at 37 wins, and that is minus 160 on the book. Just food for thought. So Vegas thinks the Nuggets are going to be a lot better than we do. I know um, when the – I was going to say, though, real talk, when Vegas talks about the Nuggets or if you see anything funky about their lines, just go with what Vegas says. I'm telling you, they've been right 99.9% of the time in the last two years. Every time I've tried to fade anything Vegas puts out, I look stupid when it comes to NBA. Yeah, no, they'd be knowing about the Nuggets, especially mile high. People, you won't be thinking. Then next thing mm-hmm. you know, some team getting beat by 30 in the second quarter. You're like, what? Yeah. All right. Well, this is my favorite portion of the segment of the of the show. Um, we get to the slander time. Houston Rockets and the Mike D'Antoni coached James Harden point guard led Houston Rockets are at 44 wins over or under. Forty-four. I mean, I'm, they I'm, do I'm have going Eric under. Gordon. Go ahead. I'm going under. I mean, they added Eric Gordon. You know, I mean, they added Ryan Anderson. Like they got some, they got some floor spacing. You know, what I mean? Clint Capella is decent. Uh, he's a high energy big man that's gonna be able to rebound. You know, what I mean, he's not gonna be like, give it to the give it to him in the paint. But Dwight didn't want the ball in the paint last year anyway, so they weren't doing that. You know, I mean, so Capella is gonna fill a role for him. Uh, they're gonna be entertaining. But they're not going to play a lick of defense. I mean, it's going to be bad. I think like Trevor Reese is going to be playing 105 defense literally the entire time. It's going to be bad out there. Can I just get a prop on points? Do I have to pick wins? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I points allowed or points for? Man, I just don't think they can get a winning record out of their roster with even with D'Antoni. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to put up a lot of points, but they're going to give up a lot of points. And, unfortunately, the only person that can really outscore the man in front of him is probably James Harden. So, I'm going to go slightly under. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Rockets are always a little underrated. But at the end of the day, my man, I can't rock with Mike D'Antoni on a team that refused to buy in and the problem was they played no defense. So you thought adding Mike D'Antoni was the solution to having a leader that's allergic to defense. I just can't I can't understand that logic more. I just can't. So um, I'd have to go under. I do think they sneak into the playoffs, though. Um, we're running low on time, so we're just going to get to the last three or four. Um, let's go with the Indiana Pacers, 45 wins. I mean, I'm going to go over. Uh, I think the Pacers are the two seed in the East this year. Uh, I, I mean, I, I like the moves they made. I think, you know, Vogel's not there anymore, but I think they're, they're still going to be the same play the same style of basketball. They're, they're still going to be the same style of team. They, you know, their roster, they still have the same construct as, as from a roster standpoint to, to play that same style. Uh, I, I mean, I think, I think Al Jefferson will be a little bit better than he was last year. You know, Thaddeus Young is really underrated, man. That dude, that dude brings a lot of versatility to your 
to your front court. Um, Paul George is another year healthier. Uh, Jeff Teague's a huge upgrade over George Hill. Uh, I said at least offensively. Uh, I mean, I, I think Indiana definitely goes over that. I think they win 49, 50 games at least. Yeah, I think over. Over should be good there. I think they they've got um, um they're gonna surprise a lot of people with how how uh how faster of a pace team that they are. I think people are used to seeing them kind of struggle for points. But um they they were getting out there during preseason, uh when the starters were out there. I mean their bench was awful. Every time the bench came out it looked really bad, but I don't know if they can fix that with rotations or not during the season. But uh, I think given that they're going to have a better offense this year, I think they'll be fine. Uh, I got it going under. I'm not buying into the hype. I mean, they better be good at offense because their starting backcourt is Jeff Teague and Monte Ellis. So (laughs) I'm not sure who they're going to stop. And I think Nate McMillan, um, I'm not sure whose password he got to be the only black coach that can suck and get rehired. But for some reason, he got the code and the key to it. So... um, I'm not really I'm sold on it. I'm not sold on it, man. I'm just not. Nate not IBS is a pro-black coach one. establishment, man. We don't slander black coaches, apparently. I was told that last week. I don't want. I don't want to, man. I just want to know why he's the only one that gets another shot. Like, why can't <laughs> nobody else get that shot? There's actually good ones out there. Mark Jackson, as as bad as he was, is at least getting his team to the playoffs, and he can't. They get gave they gave Mr. Potato Head a couple shots to do. Uh, <laughs> I don't forgot his name, yo. Uh, Coach, Mike, uh, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yeah, Mr. Bro, Potato Mike Head Woodson got a shot too. Yo, given no nah, time out, time out, time out. Mike Woodson got fired for going to the playoffs. That ain't that don't count. <laughs> Lionel Holland and Mike Mike Mike. When you fire my man Mike uh, Woodson for going to the playoffs, or Lionel Holland for going to the playoffs. That don't count as another shot. That is unrightful termination, and they ain't want to get those suits. So I'm not counting them. <laughs> not counting them. But I'm going to count Mark Jackson not being able to get a shot, but them giving Nate McMillan one. I'm not counting them giving Mike Brown the Cavs job after LeBron left the shot or the Lakers as a shot. Those aren't real shots. Those are those are the gigs. That's like saying you got into a community college, and that counts as you uh, getting a scholarship. Nah, that don't count, man. And, but it's still an education. Uh, <laughs> that ain't the league. The Cavaliers <laughs> without LeBron is not the league. Oh, man. Uh, um, all right, we're going to run through these last couple. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves, 41 and a half. I know I was down on this a little bit, but I think we can get to 42, 43 wins. So, what do y'all think? Yeah, I'm going over. I mean, I think uh, – just they're they're so young, you know. Every year of experience, just they're gonna get better. Uh, I think they're good enough to get forty two, forty three wins. Yeah, I think they've got uh, plenty of talent and even more confidence this year. Uh, I think last year they were still unsure, feeling themselves out. But this year, I, I feel like they they know what they are as far as players and their abilities, and they're and they're ready to to be competitive every single night, not just here and there. So I think they can hit over. Cool, I'm with it, I like it um, And then the last team We cannot forget, it just so happens Their name starts with a W um, <laughs> Like slander and soup 
42 and a half win for the uh, Washington Generals. Last bullets. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a Wizards fan, but I'm going under, man. I hope Marquise Morris plays better this year, but from what I saw at the end of last year, like, I don't know. Gortat's a year older. Uh, John Wall's going to bring it, but Brad Beal got paid. Like, there's no – I mean, what's what's Brad Beal's incentive to really get better at this point? Uh, Otto Porter's a, a hustle man, but he's not getting any better. Uh, Kelly Uber is not ready to contribute. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. We're going we're gonna to be bad. We're going to be bad. Yeah, they're going to be so bad. I'm not even going to troll them this year. I think I'm just going to switch to somebody else. I'll just wait for whenever the Warriors lose two games in a row and everybody panics like they're not good or something, jump on chase. But I'm going to go under. I think the Bullets are coming back. I don't even know who the Wizards are. (laughs) Man, y'all sleeping, man. All they need is a healthy John Wall, and they'll make the playoffs in the East. Um, as long as Wall stays healthy, he can do that pretty much dolo. Um, so I'm going to give him the playoff this year. I, I yeah. think, man, he was hurt. Okay? He was hurt. <laughs> he ain't no, he ain't no Jeremy Lin. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Anybody listening, I'm joking. Bro, don't. Please don't bring that up right, in, the, in um, the conversation. All right. Just kind of, we're going to go through who your playoff teams are in the, the East and West. I'll go first just to kind of give you all a chance to, like, joggle around if you need to actually look at it. Um, so for the East, just kind of say your playoff teams, um, and if you got anyone out that you didn't anticipate, people don't anticipate you saying they would be out, then go ahead and slander um, that said team. So for the East, I got the Celtics, Cavs, Pacers, Raptors, Wizards, Knicks, mm. Bulls, and then I—I I mean, I guess the Pistons are getting in. I don't know, man. So, so that's the eight I'm, I'm rocking with: um, Celtics, Bulls, Cavs, Pistons, Pacers, um, Knicks, Wizards, Raptors. I, I think the Hawks. I don't think the Hawks are that bad, um, but I don't see them and Charlotte getting in. Um, I think Charlotte was a fluke last year. I think people weren't expecting them to play that up tempo style with Clifford. I think it was a true fluke. Um, so I definitely don't got them going in. Um, but I, I, I just don't see it with the Hawks. I, I think Dwight's hurt a little bit too much. I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, I, I can I can almost pretty much agree with that with that eight. Uh, I mean, you know, the only three other three options would really be Charlotte, Atlanta, or Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee still can't shoot; like they literally have one shooter on the roster. Uh, so I just don't think today's what? NBA. Like I don't I don't see a team. What? How about, I don't see a team that can't shoot. You better listen to Wallace Glenn. He said Mike Beasley been hitting them threes in the preseason, despite two for seven. <laughs> Michael Beasley is shooter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't even entertain that at all. I can't even. That's my boy too. I love me some Michael Beasley. You know, I love me some Michael Beasley. But I can't even entertain that. Uh, Alan, you got another yeah, different. Um, yeah. 
I'm gonna um I'm gonna fade the Wizards and, and put the Hornets and I mean other than that I I have the same uh, hesitation with the Hawks that you guys have but um I th- I think the Hornets the Hornets are you know if I I'm gonna break it down from a DJ perspective the splits that they have they're a very good home team and um they're good enough I think at home to to give them a push for uh, a seventh or eighth spot in the East. So uh, I don't think that's going to change, um, even though last year, like you said, they did play a little bit faster. And then they don't have the luxury of uh, – I mean, I played the Jeremy Lin, but off the bench and with his aggressive style of play, uh, he, was an, he was an extra option uh, for them to score. And there was times when they would go through lulls because um, – because my man, uh, I'm messing up on the names, but the point guard Walker, he, he couldn't, uh, Kimba couldn't hit his uh, jump shots every now and then. And they switch it up, bring in Lynn, who's more of a uh, attack the basket type point guard. I think Kimba used to be like that when he first came into the league, but then he developed a jump shot here and there. I think he just fell in love with it, and he doesn't play that way anymore. But um, I like Kamenisky. I like the hustle that they show, and again, I think the home wins will push them into the playoffs. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think Charlotte's definitely a, a safe pick, um, in my opinion, and we, I guess we knew how I feel about the Wizards. All right, we're going to switch to the West here, um, and, and there's some slander coming, so don't y'all guys worry. Um, I got Warriors, Clippers, T-Wolves, Blazers, Spurs, Thunder, Jazz, um, So I guess the teams that could be in contention that I didn't mention um, would be the Rockets, Mavericks, and Pelicans. Um, we talked about Dallas's starting lineup, and that's just that literally could be a bench team in the NBA um, and be perfectly fine. There's not a person on that squad that can start on a few teams in the West besides Dirk. Um, the Pelicans, I mean, Anthony Davis is only going to play 67 games, so they're going to have to win 45 of 67, which I don't see. Um, and then, no, the Rockets just nah, man. Mm-mm. I'm just say nah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm like, a starting backcourt of Eric Gordon and James Harden with Ryan Anderson at power forward with Mike D'Antoni may give up 123 points per game. It's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> Anything. I mean, I agree with all that. Uh, y'all got somebody different? Okay. I agree with all that. I, I'm, I'm here for the Rockets slander, and no, 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 no. Let's just stop. Dan, even if you go to the playoffs, Dan Tony just—he's a proven loser, and I hate to say it like that, but he's just—he's he's like, uh, like Dusty Baker with the Nationals in baseball. I, I said that at the beginning of the year. Uh, last year for baseball, when Dusty Baker got named, I was like, he's not a winner, so why are you excited? Dan Tony gets named, he's not a winner. So you could look at the Rockets roster and not be excited about it, but even if you thought, you know, this is a step in the right direction, it's not. It's really not. It's kind of like stepping around the wrong step. You're still going in the same direction. It's just a different step. So, no. Rockets suck. Maurice, if you're listening, Rockets suck. Yeah, I mean, those last two spots in the West are going to be a toss-up. You know, what I mean, I think I think Memphis, uh, I think Memphis makes it in this year uh, with 
Golden State, the Clippers, uh, obviously San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and Portland. And then those last two spots are a real toss-up between, I mean, Utah, Minnesota, New Orleans, you know, Dallas is going to be there. Even Sacramento will be there. Uh, the West is going to be a lot, I think a lot deeper than, than the East this year. You know, I don't know if the teams will be better, but I think uh, overall, like, there will be more teams fighting for those last couple spots in the West than they will be in the East. Cool. And this is um, this ain't your typical show, so we're gonna save y'all the who we think is gonna win between the Warriors and the Cavs in the finals. We don't we don't give a f. Um, we'll let you know later. We know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but we will not go a whole show without talking about the goat who's about to put up the best season ever. So who you guys got for MVP? I think we all know where I'm leaded with this. Um, Westbrook is going to put up 29, 8, and 9 um, for the year. He may be approaching big O territory. So I got him as my MVP. But if you guys got anybody different, I know um, I know there's some Portland love over there that may be a different thing, but I got Westbrook as MVP. Who you guys got? I got Kevin Durant because if he hadn't have left, uh, then Russell Westbrook wouldn't be mentioned in this conversation. So now he can shoot his 75 shots a game and get his 12 <laughs> rebounds off of his 32 misses and, and you know, do what he does best. Malone. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm going to go with LeBron. Uh, I, I, think, I think he wants one more for his legacy because whether he says it or not, you know, he is chasing Jordan. Uh, I, I think he, I think he wants another MVP for his legacy. Uh, some, uh, I think that's something LeBron's going to push for this year. Yeah, I, I think it's LeBron, um, Lillard, or Westbrook's to win. So we'll see. I'm obviously leaning towards Westbrook. Um, well, that's that's pretty much where at time that that landed pretty good. Anybody got any parting slander for anybody? Anthony Anthony Davis sucks. Uh, the Rockets suck. Washington sucks. I don't want to hear anything <laughs> from you Boston fans when you don't win your 52 games. Don't be coming at me with no stupid stuff like last year because you're still average. And go Trailblazers. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I, mean, all I appreciate got, you all guys. I hope the Wizards are better than, uh, than I think they're going to be, but – I don't know, man. I think the Wizards are going to be really bad. Yeah, um, I hope not, man. Free John Wall. Free the homies. I've seen him in the club. <laughs> Free Tyus, Free man. John Wall. Real dudes that's oppressed, man. I'm going to tell you right now, you lucky. Tyus better be thankful that he did not get freed because it was not going to be via trade. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be out there with Archie Goodwin and, and R.J. Hunter just looking. They don't do do plays like that, man. <laughs> well, all right, fellas, we we just hit time, so um, we'll be doing these on a, a somewhat regular basis where we just need to pop up. Um, but I appreciate the time, and uh, you guys enjoy the night. All right, man. Yep, yeah, have a good night. <laughs>